Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that wants Bill Belichick back for just one more three-year period. <laughs> it's first things first. Today, the ramifications and reverberations of what we once thought was impossible. What happens if Josh Allen misses the playoffs? Meanwhile, in a story I already teased on accident, will the Patriots' 16th consecutive win over the Jets be Belichick's last call in Foxborough? And finally... Well, we're going to ask Professor Broussard, is there a chance the Cowboys have an F game? Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, do you want to give us a little, the trailer to the movie you're about to debut on the Cowboys F game? No, let's let the audience uh, marinate on that. <laughs> I was looking for a yes. <laughs> But it's okay. 21 minutes from now, we find out. I got you, bro. Stay tuned. We start with Josh Allen in Miami. In an odd glass half full, as long as it's not totally empty moment, the Bills are tied for the fourth best Super Bowl odds and also might miss the playoffs if they lose to the Dolphins. Here's Vic Fangio with some... Allegations. compliments. No. (laughs) About Josh Allen. Allen's just a beast of a guy, a physical specimen, you know, like John Elway was in the mid-80s to the mid-90s. This guy is the new John Elway on steroids. And I don't mean he's taking steroids. (laughs) He's just bigger, faster, um, cannon for an arm, tough. You know, he's he's a dude. Okay. Uh, here's Josh's recent history against the Dolphins defense, 3-1, 385 total yards, 14 touchdowns, only two picks. But, Nick, what yeah. would missing the playoffs say about Josh Allen? Again, I love the Elway comp, the Favre comp. They are very similar, you know, aside from the five Super Bowls for Elway and the MVPs. They, they line up quite nicely. Uh, listen, I, missing the playoffs would be a massive indictment. Mm-hmm. Let's just be totally fair here. Would making the Super Bowl mean something for Josh Allen? Yes. Would it say something about Josh yeah. Allen? Yes, right? What's the opposite of making the Super Bowl? Missing the playoffs? Should that say something about Josh Allen? Should that say something about how this player is discussed? How this player is tiered? How this player is ranked? Of course it should. And listen, there are great quarterbacks who missed the playoffs periodically throughout their career. Peyton Manning famously, the we all remember the clip, playoffs, playoffs early in his right. career. And so it's not Aaron Rodgers 
the last year Mike McCarthy was his head coach, was yep. healthy, and they missed the playoffs. So I am not acting like that it is. I, Brady never did when he was healthy. No. Mahomes never has. Well, Brady's second year after, or after the Super Bowl. Oh, that's correct. I mean, play. once we consider yeah, we Brady a great player. But, well, yeah, you're right. Up. Throw that in there. That's fair. Um, and so I also think it would. There is this, and Brew and I argue about this a bit, but I think we mostly agree There is this idea that Josh Allen is a great postseason performer because the totality of his numbers say it. But when you look at the games, what you see is two just out-of-this-world, some of the best statistical playoff games ever. (laughs) Right, exactly. The 2021 postseason where he lost one of those games but played as well as he possibly could have. Three games where he played fine and three games where he played poorly. But the numbers look great. If if he loses this game and they're in a win-and-you're-in scenario, this is as close to a playoff game as there are. And so that, to me, would be then three consecutive bad playoff games. He was bad in the win against well, Miami we last could year. say their last four games have been playoff games. Now, he hadn't played great, but they've won. Sure, it, but, the, but this would be, if, if the Steelers and Jags win, this is a win and you're in the, a de facto playoff game. The Miami win in the wild card round last year, he had three turnovers, played poorly. The Bengals game played outright bad. And if he plays poorly in this, of course it should say something about him. Yeah. It, it's not a death knell on his career. Or it's well, not an overwhelming indictment. Thing. But, of course, you have to knock him down, Brew, just like we will elevate him if yeah. this team makes the Super Bowl. Right. First of all, as you guys know, I've compared him to Brett Favre. I like the Elway comparison, too. I really do. And it's appropriate because guess who in their sixth season failed to make the playoffs? John Elway. Had he already made the He had Super been to Bowl? two Super Bowls, two? but yeah. they were, oh, my oh, gosh, they were bad experiences for him. Well, he had been to two Super Bowls, thrown two rocks. touchdowns, four interceptions, and the one before that, they threw, he threw three interceptions, completed less than 40% of his passes. Sure. So, Elway, my point is this, and you brought it up with Brady and Rodgers and Peyton Manning. We, there seems to be this feeling of once you get in the playoffs and once you're like a guy, mm-hmm. you should make the playoffs every year. And, and what I'm saying is we've seen some of the greats. Yep. That's not the case. In fact, with Elway – after they missed the playoffs his sixth year, they went to the Super Bowl the next year and then, and then missed, missed the playoffs again. again. Yeah. So, I look, if he misses the playoffs, it's obviously a negative. But I won't make any overarching statements about him. It won't make me think he's not a great player. It won't make me think he's not a top quarterback. It will make me feel like he had a down year. Passing-wise, he's down in everything except completion percentage. Yeah. But he, rushing, obviously, he's setting an NFL record yeah. for rush DDs for a quarterback. But I think it's overall a down year. And, Nick, what, what I, my biggest uh, takeaway from this will be, he needs a new coach. And he needs an offensive-minded coach. Okay. Well, and they that. should start. Now, I wouldn't – I'm not really shopping Stephon Diggs because I think with a new coach, maybe he unlocks Diggs again. And this relationship on the field is great under new coach. But I'm open to listening to trades for Stephon Diggs if it's a player who's of comparable talent, but I don't have to deal with the headache. So, yeah. so – if I don't get a receiver who's great or as great as Diggs, I'm not trading. But if I do, I'm listening. Go ahead, Boss. Um, all right, so I'm going to 
kind of twist the question. And this is the graphic that Josh made. Bills this season before and after. I mean, he did get a new coach. He got a new offensive coordinator. So we obviously see the record, right? Five and one. The most interesting part of this graphic is rush play percentage. They're taking the ball off yep. his hands. Yep. They now rush the ball at a higher percentage than any team in the NFL, which means, on the flip side of the they coin, throw they less. throw the ball less. Now, they don't throw the ball totally less because, you know, Bryce Young out there getting four and outs or yeah. three and outs. So they're still throwing. He can still have but as a, a percentage lot. of your offense. They're remember, call- he threw 15 get passes. Against yeah, Dallas. they are calling runs. Yes. So I wonder if this means if he misses the playoffs, did they actually? And they go five and two in the span. Did they actually have the wrong plan in the beginning of the season that this is the way Josh well, Allen needs to hold play? Hold on, but then, but no, no, it's not. The, the biggest strength of the Bills is Josh Allen. Right. I, as the, I think America's most prominent Josh Allen truth teller, who gets painted as a critic, will say he is the best player on the team. Okay. That what they have done in this stretch, and I think the most notable part of I think you almost have to go game by game in the winning streak. Sure. In, against the Chiefs, they were throwing the ball, and then and they held on for dear life. I didn't think he played well. Yeah, against the, the Cowboys, I don't know that the plan was we're just going to run, run, run. It was it was working. Why go away from it? Yep. And then you were playing two teams that were at such a talent disadvantage, and because you can't really trust Josh against bad teams to not turn the ball over, and he did turn it over in those games. They just leaned on the run more. I so I I don't th- I think that if you are going into a season with Josh Allen as your quarterback and your plan is we're going to be a ground-and-pound team, then you don't have the right offensive brain trust or the right head coach. But I want, to, I want to get your take on something, Brew, which is I do think all missing the playoff scenarios are not equal. Mm-hmm. And obviously more teams make the playoffs now than in any of the instances we were talking about. And when you're in a division – with the two worst teams in your conference, seven teams in your conference make the playoffs, the two worst teams in the conference you get to play four times, that is a situation where if your quarter, and by the way, some of the other best teams in the conference have had their quarterback hurt throughout the year. Now, Josh gets credit for durability, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. That's a year where you're not supposed to miss the postseason. And right. so especially when you will now – Absolutely control your own destiny. That is what is so fascinating about this weekend. For all my criticism of the Bills and Josh Allen throughout the year, if they win Sunday night, they're the two seed. And it's an ugly path and an uncomfortable path involving firing an OC, but they're the damn two seed, which I'm sure they would have loved to be the one, but two seed's pretty damn good. And so I, if, but the flip side of that is if they blow it, against a faltering, very injured team, it is going to – it has to say something about the head coach and the quarterback first. We'll see how the game plays out. But typically that's where blame falls in these scenarios. All right, officially they make the playoffs if they beat the Dolphins or if the Steelers lose or the Prince loses. Uh, Miami fighting to keep their grip on the 2C, but they are locked into the playoffs, trying to bounce back after Bruin. You know this. The Ravens put their feet up on the furniture and ate yep. a sandwich and a large bag of chips, actually a medium-sized bag of chips, while beating the Dolphins 56-19. What a Miami loss. Pop. Oh, and the soda pop. Yeah, the soda Excuse pop. Yeah. Yeah. Forgot we went to the old <laughs> soda jerk. Got ourselves to call a soda it. pop. Uh, would a Miami loss to the Bills mean anything, bro? It would mean they're pretenders. I mean, I already think they are. 
I was going to say, yeah. But it would mean to America, America would catch up Mm -hmm. and see that they are pretenders. Good team, and they can get better. I'm not saying they'll always be pretenders. Add some toughness, some beef to all your dancing, and then we got something. And that's what they'll do in the offseason or going forward. But right now, it would tell us you're not ready for prime time. You would be one in five against winning teams. I mean, come on. People might want to poo-poo the record versus winning teams all they want, but guess who you meet in the playoffs? Teams with winning records, all right? And they don't just lose a little close game to teams with winning records. They get blasted by an average of 17 points. All right, so if they lose this game, Nick, it would be what, the fifth seed? No, they'd be the sixth. They'd be locked into playing Kansas City. Okay. So that's so they're the, going well, – right. look, Kansas City's interesting. Obviously, they played them tough. The one game, Tyreek's got the bad blood. So, could that be odd? I'd pick the Chiefs, but maybe that's an, a yeah, decent I, I, matchup for me, them. But I, they would I don't think home. it's a good matchup for them. No chance to win the Super Bowl. I don't – listen, it would mean everything. In the, let's go micro-macro. Yeah. In the micro, it would mean their season's over. You are not – they were a week ago playing for the one seed. If eight days after – they could have taken the one seed. Yeah. They end up falling apart down the stretch and having to go is it to falling Arrowhead. Apart? Or is it being exposed? Okay, well, I mean, sure. Tomato, tomato, so to speak. I can't believe I just said that. But, um, but either way, whatever the reasoning for it is, you are not playing your worst football of the year and then going to Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. I, I'm t- I understand the Chiefs right now seem vulnerable. I get all of that. And vulnerable... For the Chiefs means not a lock to you know host the AFC title game. It does not mean they're going to lose the first playoff game. In the micro, I think it would mean their season is over. In the macro, it could mean something far more interesting. Because I am curious how Tua plays. Mm-hmm. Because we've never seen Tua in the playoffs. But we've seen Tua in playoff-adjacent scenarios. And let me lay them out and then let me show you the numbers. Well, we show you the numbers now. Week 17 against Buffalo. That was a win in your end game. He was bad. Week 17 the following year against Tennessee. That was a win that week and the next week in your end game. He was bad. Last week against Baltimore, that was to claim the one seat. He was bad. You could argue, I would argue, those are, prior to this Sunday, the three biggest games of his career. What do they all have in common? He was bad in all three. The team got blasted in all three. If he plays poorly, I'm not talking about a 35-31 classic where he plays well and then Josh Allen plays great. If he plays poorly in a loss, they're not paying him this offseason. Flatly. And so, like, that's the macro. The macro is that how – I mean, he would have to make some huge run in the playoffs – where they got to the conference championship. Oh, that's a good point. Because going he could on then, the road. Right, but I, right. I, I don't think that I, I, But I agree with you. Yeah, I so that, if he beat Mahomes at Arrowhead. Yeah, like, that's not going to happen. That would Why? be big. That's not going to happen. They got a shot. So here's, a shot. can, I, can I tell America what just happened here? Just real quick, if I may. Brew was correctly explaining how if the Dolphins lose their pretenders. Wilds was in lockstep agreeing with him that, yep, if they lose this game, they're cooked, they're pretenders, they're break dancers. Then both of them realized – Oh, if they lose, they would play the Chiefs? Oh, okay, never mind. Maybe that's a dangerous team now. When you guys no, were, I don't think I, they can get to the Super Bowl, but the Chiefs, Nick, I, look, the Chiefs, I'm not writing them off, but they are vulnerable. This is not a figment I, of people's imagination. I'm not, I'm not saying. And we saw what happened when they played before. 
where the Chiefs didn't trail for a second after the first 10 minutes of the yeah, game? Yeah, where they didn't score in the second half and yeah. won because of a great defensive play, but a Tyreek Hill miscue. That's why they won. It was a close game. trail for a minute the whole game. That, 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 that yeah. mean, was it a close game? The Miami, okay, Miami didn't, wasn't tied at any moment. Was it a close game? It was a one-score game. Okay. Late close in the game. They were up, close. okay. It was, it was up 14-0. Outscored them 14 nothing in the second half. Also, I just. Yeah, it was 21 nothing at halftime. In Germany, I kind of just, they're odd games. I'm not necessarily holding that against okay. Miami. Personally. Okay, so I just, the, so where do you stand, Wilds, then? I just want to know. I just want to, because you I. You don't sound like a guy trying to is, get back into the good I, no, I, I stand. It's fine. Kingdom. I just want to know. If Miami loses to Buffalo and has got blasted by Baltimore and loses to Buffalo, you think they'll be in good position to go into Arrowhead and beat the Chiefs? Here's is that the what problem. you think? Here's the problem. I want to believe in playoff Mahomes. Obviously, he's got the most experience, and I don't like to bet against greatness during the playoffs. I also am armed with the fact that I've repeated on the show several times that if you score, every team that scores 21 has beaten the Chiefs. So if you can get to 21, you win the game. Do I think uh, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell back after a few weeks rest can score 21 in Arrowhead? I, I so do. That being is, said, I also believe in Patrick Holmes, so I'm kind so of lost. So here is my, here is, I guess, my <laughs> frustration here. It sounds to me, and maybe I'm wrong, you guys would have more belief in Miami going to Kansas City than you have in them this weekend at home against Buffalo. And that, to me, doesn't square. Interesting. That Because right now, I, I know where you guys stand. I think, who do you got in this, this game? I got Buffalo. That's what I thought. Who do you got in this game? I didn't game? say I would pick Miami to beat I, no, the I I just saw Miami beat the Cowboys, who we all think is a good team. I will take Miami. Okay. All right. Well, so so I, you're, taking, I honestly, you're, also, you're also taking Miami. I've been saying, yeah, I think the Bills are missing the postseason. So, yeah, I've got Miami. The problem is all these injuries are just brutal. 19 of them. It's just tough. I wanted that Indomitian Sioux signing to come down I the pipe. I don't think that's going to would have made it. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. That's right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> odds to win the AFC. Baltimore, Bruce Pick at number one. Then it's Kansas City and Buffalo tied at two. Then the Dolphins. Then the Prince. Brew, are you surprised the Chiefs and the Bills have the same odds? I mean, look, if the Bills, let's, they make the playoffs first. <laughs> they got to get in the playoffs, obviously. But I think this is appropriate. I think this is correct, assuming they make the playoffs. That's a, no, right? It means, they, Brew, you, if it, mean, it means no, if I get they make it right the playoffs, now. they'll be ahead of the Chiefs. Right, right, yeah. right. But, no, I think, no, I think Bills and Chiefs tied for chances to get to the Super Bowl is appropriate. All right? The Bills beat the Chiefs, all right? They have the same record right now, yep. and we'll see if they end up with the same record. But same record, Bills beat them. Bills have been better against teams with winning records. They're 3-2, and two. Chiefs are 2-3, and three. you know? And the Bills, we got this graphic. We talked about it earlier in the week. They play to the level of their opponent. So check this out. They're the highest-scoring team in the league, slightly over the Niners if you kept going out with the decimals. Uh, they're the highest-scoring team in the league against winning teams. All right, so we said they don't get blown out. They haven't lost a game by more than six points, which means they're always in it, always have a chance when you got a dynamite player like Josh Allen. So, yeah, I, uh, I think the Bills – look, I, obviously Patrick Mahomes is more trustworthy and reliable than Josh Allen, 
But this year, yeah, I think the Bills have just as good a shot. So I uh, just to what I was trying to say there, and just for people that aren't uh, degenerate gamblers like me and they can't just kind of see through the the matrix on the lines, the fact that the Chiefs are locked into the three and the Bills aren't even locked in the playoffs and they have the same odds yeah, means if Buffalo wins this game against Miami – Buffalo is going to have far better odds than Kansas City. They won't be tied anymore because obviously the odds are going to zero if they lose. And I'm curious what the odds will be if they if they're in the scenario where they lose, they fall to the six or the seven, uh, but you know still make the playoffs because they obviously could theoretically still make the playoffs there. I listen. I'm not surprised at all by Vegas odds with the Bills. There's there's almost two branches of of people that when it comes to the bills there's like people that vote on postseason awards and pro bowls and me and how we evaluate the bills and then there's gamblers and people on television who talk about them and they they feel very differently yeah. about a lot these, of those people teams. vote too well, so, and then, and i don't know what the hell happens <laughs> to josh allen dude, because the folks the folks who this up to and including this morning we're talking about how josh allen can make the mvp race interesting must not have a, a pro bowl I mean, vote maybe they'll have an mvp vote i'm not sure but that here's the deal MVP, i'm pro bowl I, right <laughs> yeah. that the, true story here is what I can guarantee you. If the Bills lose to Miami and miss the playoffs, the Bills will still open next season with the fourth best Super Bowl odds. They will they if they miss the playoffs, the only teams going into next year with better Super Bowl odds than Buffalo will be San Francisco, yep. Kansas City, Baltimore. Baltimore, and that's it. May, Maybe ca- Philly. No. Maybe Philly. I'm, no, I'm, bro. bro. No, I'm, I'm not even trying to. Like, no, no, no. The, 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 Maybe with that defense. I, I'm just no, telling you. But they can, you can build it up. I, I'm honesty. telling you. I'm just. I'm not Bill's saying. I'm not saying those too. would be the right answers. I'm just telling you. I would. I would bet any amount of money that even not if that the bad. Bills miss the playoffs, they will be at worst top five Super Bowl odds for next year. Vegas loves them. People yeah, love I what they that. can be because, in their defense, the Bills A plus game. Looks amazing. Yep. And the Bills at their best, if you take every team at their best this year, only San Francisco and Baltimore's best games have looked better than Buffalo's best games. Buffalo against Miami, Buffalo yep. against Dallas matches up against what anyone's done except for Baltimore against San Francisco and San Francisco against Dallas. Miami's A games look nice, too. Nah. He scored 70. Well, no, that was, yeah, it was one, one A game. It was one A game one against a, game. a team that had quit. And so I, I just, I think Miami's a tier. It looked good, though. Wow. It did it look good. 70. That's why you got to go for the record. did we just see score 60? <laughs> oh, Dallas scored 59, was it? Like, uh, Cowboys F game on the board next on FS1, the Fox Sports Challenge Series. Somebody else just Ravens scored, scored 56. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. You download it. And you get a chance at $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. But, I mean, pretty great deal. The Cowboys head into Washington, where they are almost two touchdown favorites. Their last matchup was on Thanksgiving, where the Cowboys feasted on turkey post-game and tomato cans during the game. 
45-10 route. Sam Howell threw for 300 yards, though, and one touchdown to Deron Bland, who was not on his team. So, bro, that was the Cowboys' A game on Thanksgiving. Is a Cowboys' F game on the board? Well, look, I'm going to start off by giving Cowboy Nation some good news. Wow. Oh, It is a tomato can. All right, Washington's a tomato can. And we know what the Cowboys do, Coach, to tomato cans. So that's a good sign. Great sign. The other problem, though, is that there are bad signs as well. It's on the road. Mm-hmm. And Dallas is darn near a tomato can on the road. Tomato can. All right, good. Right, they're tomato can adjacent, <laughs> three and five, all right? And Nick, Nick, Nick has spoken this week, Coach. Like, the Cowboys are just rolling. Thank you. They've lost two of their last three games. The one win was questionable. It was it was controversial. There was a terrible call the other way. On, on, yes. that affected both teams. The tripping call happened first and was egregious, right? And that would have ended the game. And then there was the two-point conversion just saying I'm just saying it, was, it wasn't a great win. And I thought they got outplayed. But for the great 92-yard play, which was great play by Dak and CD. Bad tackling. Uh, yeah, and um, the great drive in the fourth quarter. But all that said, they, Nick, they also haven't scored more than 20 points in three weeks. Hello. All right. This is a team that its offense is supposed to be great because the defense can be run on. So – all, I, and F games on the board. I'm not predicting the upset. I don't know if anybody up here is. I'm not predicting the upset, but an F game is definitely on the board, Coach. Correct. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be. It absolutely shouldn't be on the Love board, it. but but it's on the board. And, and if it's an F game, it's going to stand for you find a new job because it'll probably get McCarthy fired. <laughs> wow. Because then they're going to have to go on the road, and it's going to be if if you lose this game, and and that's that's part of the problem is they. The commanders have nothing to lose. They're playing loose. They're playing for their head coach is probably not going to be there. They can un- they can just do whatever they want to do. Where Dallas is going to be pressured up the whole game. Can I push Com- back just a, just a hair? Because uh, like I know we've been talking about they have nothing to lose, and I forgot. I'm like, oh shoot, they're currently have the uh, number two pick, which is like quarterback time. Or if they win and the Patriots lose, they'd flop. All of a sudden, they're out of the quarterback. There's not a player or coach who cares cares. about that because none of them, outside of the the guys who have long-term big contracts, nobody knows if they're going to be there when the administration changes. And the coach is right. Because the coach is going to get blown out. But all right, so here's the problem, guys. And I got got irritated yesterday, and I apologize. I raised my voice at coach, which I don't like to do. I I didn't even notice it. I raised my voice at Wilds, which yes. I should do more often. But I the, here, the reason I was frustrated was because if we are talking about this being, you know, oh, got to be careful, then what you're saying is every game. It's just every game. Because if the Cowboys, and this we did this off the air, it was like, hey, guys, we win, we lock up the two seed. It has to be on the road because that's how the schedule is. Your number one pick of who you want to play, they probably pick Carolina. And their number two pick would be this team. Yeah. And so we have a team we all agree is somewhere between good to very good in the NFL and a team that is either the worst, second worst, or third worst team in the NFL. And then Coach brought up Ghosts of Christmas Past that the Patriots-Dolphins in 2019 so I mean, that's, I a, that's a long time. No, 2019 well, <laughs> might as well be so it's the like, 1800s. No, it no, never happened. it's not. But so here's the thing about that. So I then looked it up. I was like, okay, since then. What have been these exact scenarios? A team can get the one or the two seed, is playing all the end-of-year games or divisional opponents, and how's it gone? 
In 2019, New Orleans playing Carolina, who was terrible, to, for the two seed. New Orleans won by 32. In 2020, Green Bay, Chicago for the one seed. Green Bay won by 19. In 2021, Tampa, Carolina for the two seed. Tampa won by 24. Last year, San Francisco, Arizona. The Niners won by 25. Minnesota, Chicago, which was potential two seed. Minnesota won by 16. Kansas City, Las Vegas. Kansas City won by 18. And Buffalo, New England, Buffalo won by 12. I say that to say this, Brew. We only remember the times the underdog wins because it's so rare. And so, no, the Cowboys are not going to squander the two seed by losing to Sam Howell. But you went back to that exact scenario. I, I, I cited the game with Jacksonville no, that, and, and Indianapolis, coach, which Indi- was another 14-point favorite no, that lost. No, but, Coach, the difference there is that Indy team was not good. That Indy team was 9-8. and eight. That is, uh, they, were, they were good enough for Vegas to say you're 14-point favorites. I understand that, and that was probably an indictment on Jacksonville at the time, post-Urban Meyer. I get that. But I'm talking about an actual good team, okay. a team uh, fighting for the one of the two seed. The but last also time was the team that – I, they're not schizophrenic. You don't win 12 games or 11 games by being schizophrenic. But a team that the coach has issues with clock management, a team that when big pressure-filled games are being okay. played, they seem call. to end strangely. A team you know, that hasn't been good on the road. The quarterback yeah. hasn't been good here's on the road. They've gotten blown Except out on the road. Except against bad teams on the road, they've like blown Arizona. Here. I, go you got one? You I got a Dak graphic on the road. Oh, there Look we go. That's Nick, a good one. He's a different quarterback. I, now, he's playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the league, obviously, at home. But on the road, he they, struggles. They played last What's They the played last year, January 8th, 2023. Here was the quote from Micah Parsons before the game. Our focus should be on beating Washington. If we don't finish what we've got to do this week, what does it matter what the Eagles do? I think everyone's focus should be on Washington. 26-6, Commanders. Yes, because that game, the Cowboys. Wow, that's crazy. Except for the fact that last year's Commanders were a 500 team. Last year's Not when com- they played. They, they were below 500. They, then they beat okay, they were seven the Cowboys, and, and, and they're good news. We're 500. So they were seven, eight, and one as opposed to getting the two pick. The Cowboys going into that game were damn near locked into the two seed. I'm the five seed, pardon me. And were permanent locked when at halftime of both their games, the Giants were down 16 nothing to the Eagles. So the idea that they're the same scenario, they are not. So here's my question for the group before we move on. Since this is a losable, dangerous game, the Cowboys covering and winning will will make everyone at this table more confident in them. Yes. Yes. Bro. Not really. Okay, coach. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd be okay. more confident. Yeah, okay. Win, so it's not win by 15? Yeah. But 14 is what it would be. Sure. Are they in yeah. Nick's picks? What? Are they in Nick's I picks? guess you're going to have to wait and find out. I bet I'm excited not. to see. <laughs> Bro, a few weeks ago you wanted the Eagles to finish with three wins and two blowouts. Instead, you got a uh, Squeaky win over the Giants on Christmas and a loss to the Cardinals straight up last week. So, would a blowout <laughs> win mean anything now? Coach is showing no coach. It's just um, two just coaches. Just two. Out. Two down. I don't really understand Listen the to Coach, no, though. I want to go three the way Coach wow. builds up. He, he builds three up these coach. Eagles. What's the question, Wilds? The question is, would a blowout <laughs> win mean anything? Um, look. It won't make up for three bad what's been – I mean, it's been more than three weeks. But this, these three weeks were supposed to be the renaissance. This was supposed to be when you got it together and rolled into the playoffs, beating three tomato cans. Instead, they lost one of the games. They barely won the other. And they lost – probably lost the two seed. We'll see. So it won't make up for that unless Dallas loses. But I got to be honest. 
If they go out there and blow the doors off of the Giants, I'm talking. I'm not talking about two touchdowns. I'm talking about 40 to 14, 37 to 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 15 or something like that. Nine. All right. <laughs> that I think means something. What about 40 to nothing? Yeah, That's like great. what Dallas did when they went to the. Giants. I mean, da- da- look, Dallas. We, we know what Dallas is about, right? And then two weeks later, <laughs> that was lost in Arizona. the Giants. Yeah, two okay, weeks later, lost Arizona. But my point is this: the Eagles. Co- this is what they've been searching for. This has been like the holy grail all year. When they were even ten and one, it was still we're not blowing anybody out. We're not playing well. That's right. If at the, end, I don't care who it is. It could be us. Well, All right, if they blew us out, this is what they've been searching for. And so if they blow the Giants out, then I think everything else, Coach, even if they're the fifth seed, I think they're going to be feeling like, all right, we're here. It's been a rough ride. It was ugly, and we had some fights and arguments in the locker room, but we have finally started playing good football just at the right time, and we believe we go on the road, we can beat anybody. So I, I think it would mean something. And, and I'm with you, Chris. I'm not usually big on, on style points in terms of how you win, just as long as you win. I think this is an example of – they, they need to put it together in all three phases. They need to feel good offensively. They need to feel a lot better defensively, especially against the run. And they'll be challenged in the running game this week and on special teams. And if they can, if they can do that and go into the playoffs with a little bit of momentum, and it's not just about the momentum. It's about taking some of the pressure off, like you said, in the locker room, where there, there, there's some, a little bit of infighting. Everybody can exhale going into the playoffs and realize, hey, we got two really good receivers. Yep. We have a really good back. We've got a really good quarterback. We've got one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in the NFL, and we've got a really good defensive line. And, and, and get back to where they were, you got a shot. So, Brewer, this is a little bit what you were talking about, and Dusty has been down on the Eagles just as much He's as the Dusty. Eagles players have. So Dusty put together a resident their, Eagles fan, yes, uh, the, the crisis of confidence that the Eagles have throughout the weeks. Take a listen. You know, I feel like, um, you know, I just feel like we have to be better. I don't think we, I don't think we play clean tonight. Obviously, we have a ton to clean up. I have a ton to clean up. We didn't coach good enough. We didn't play good enough. We didn't execute. Um, I don't think we were, we're, uh, we're uh, committed enough. I'm not satisfied. Yeah, we got to live wins. I'm not happy. Obviously, we're all frustrated. So that's the idea, bro, that those are, a lot of those were after wins. Yeah. So if they get a big blowout win, maybe they feel rejuvenated and, like, ready I to I got rock. bad news, though. So I'm talking. Oh, jeez. Oh, not going to No, I, well, I, well, I think, and Sirianni has kind of, you know, played coy about this, but if you're Philly and your quarterback's dealing with injuries and you have other guys dealing with injuries, you have older offensive linemen, this game is played at the same time as the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. If at halftime the Cowboys are up 17-0 on Washington, you're just pulling your guys. They're not going to play them the whole game. They're going, you know, at but some point. Even if you the, are blowing them out at halftime. The, okay, maybe, sure. You know I, I, mean? I don't think that's that likely, but well, yes, I, that you could close. feel better. No, I just, I think that you can't the, moment, the moment it's clear that, I, I think it's fine if you lose if it's your backups. If it's clear that Dallas is blowing out Washington, you need to get your guys out of there. Jail, your quarterback's hurt. But what Wild, what Wild said, if let's say the Giants-Eagles game is close at halftime, mm-hmm. Dallas is blowing out Then Washington. you pull your guys. No. 
Because you don't want to lose the game. Right, I bet you he even does. Even with the backups. Coach? I, I, with the video, I, I, I'm not mad at the video of accountability. I, I thank you, Coach. I, I like it. The whole video of guys wanting to be accountable. That's terrible. Coach and I are from the same club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Bucks, <laughs> favored by four and a half in Carolina. Baker banged up but ready to go with four pieces of motivation. Number one, if you win, you get to go to the playoffs. Number two, couple of million dollars in incentives that coach laid out. Number three, he was benched by Carolina, so a little uh, personal animosity. Number four, if he doesn't win, Brew made me promise I'd stop calling him The Bake Show. A lot on the line. Yeah. So, Nick Baker, the Bucks franchise quarterback, win or lose? 100%. Three years, 100 million. That's what he's Three years, 100 million. Yeah, franchise tag is about 33 million, so that's where the negotiations will start. Baker won't take less than that per year because their only option is to franchise him after. But I think they want him there. Three years, hundred million, fifty, fifty-five million guaranteed. That's what he's going to get. Sure, that's nice. And that. listen, that is Gino was three years for seventy million last year with the um, with Seattle. He's obviously older than Baker. Was not the prospect of Baker. Didn't have the profile or the level of success at any point that Baker had, albeit relatively brief in Cleveland. Baker had one very good year in Cleveland, another solid year there. Obviously, a terrible half season in right. Carolina, and then betraying him, you know, set their franchise back probably a decade. If you betraying? Think about all the, I mean, I don't know. Uh, a little quick, tr- little quick trigger Christian for a guy who was trying to help him. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what it is. And I said it in the offseason, and Wilds. Actually, Wilds pseudo-supported me. Brew laughed. So let's just check tail of the tape. Oh. Did the Bucks get better at quarterback last year to this year? Yep. I'll take this off the screen. What? Nick. Get this off. Hold on. Josh, Let me ask Coach. This. Coach. Josh, do you do this? The, hold on. It is not. Brady was 46 years old, guys. He's or 45 turning 46, whatever it was. He's allowed to not be as good as Baker Mayfield in his prime. There's no indictment there. Were the Bucks better or worse at quarterback this season? I didn't. And what is the possible argument that they were that they got worse? Tell me. Tell me the argument. Ask Ty Bowles, would he rather have Tom Brady going into this game and the playoffs? Would you rather have Tom Brady last year or Baker Mayfield that, now? That Tom Brady. I, I can't, hold on. Is there anybody that denies that? The, the question, too, is would you take him win or lose? And So if he loses this game, right, so now they have another losing season. So now in Baker's career – He'll have had one winning season his entire career, right? So that'll be that. He has $3.2 million on the line personally, so it's, it means a lot to him. They've got the division championship on the line, so it means a lot to the team. If he can't come through in this moment, then you have to sit back and say, okay, well, team. he's our – we're, we're going to go and pay him $100 million. He's coach. He, he, okay, he's legit that, hurt. That, that's great. There's a lot of guys that play hurt, and, and you have to look at a big picture. He's got he's got a never been over 100 quarterback rating his entire career. His his interception. What are their the other options? His inter. Well, I mean, there's a whole off season. There's a there's a. Justin you're Fields. going into this to the time where you can explore options. Yeah, I'm not saying Matthew. that there's one now, but to just say clear cut, if he loses this game, they're still going to franchise him. I think they've got to look at what they're offering. I think, yeah, I, I, Nick, when I hear franchise quarterback, I think next three, four, five years, this is our guy. 
We're not really looking for anybody else. We're happy with what we got. I don't see that for Baker, win or lose. Um, Look, I see if they win, and even if they lose, I'm with Coach. You can look, if you want to look at a Justin Fields, you want to look at a few other guys, you want to look at Russell Wilson, I don't know. But I would franchise him the one year. I wouldn't, I would franchise him and leave it at that. And if he plays great next year, then we can look forward. But why, why give him three years? Just two quick points. One is the idea that we are going to use Baker's win loss record and quarterback rating against him and then say, but bring in Justin Fields. Is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. That's Fields first of all, is and younger, sec- not close the, to his full potential. And okay, he's not that much younger than Baker. I mean, Baker's not a grizzled veteran. Baker's in year six, if I'm not Baker's, mistaken. And Fields is in year what? This is year three. Three. three that's that's, that's, that's like twice the, as long. The, uh, agreed. I'm saying, <laughs> but it's the. It's not like Baker's in, in, to use the Geno comp again. A guy who's been in the league a decade. But the last point I'll make is this: if you your decision on your quarterback whether it's Fields in Chicago or Baker this week, if it's as tenuous as how they play in one game is going to determine it, then you don't know what you're doing. You should, whether you believe in Baker or don't, or believe in Fields in Chicago or don't, whatever it is, the idea that it's, well, let's see how they play in week 18, that should not be. I'm not saying that, but we're not just talking about one game. We're talking about one game that has incredible significance. So when you talk about a franchise quarterback, can they win in the big moments? And this is a really big moment for the organization and for him. Like Mac Jones to Tampa Bay? Patriots to Tampa Bay? Well, it'll be be inexpensive. (laughs) That'll be good. Save you some money. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Coming up next, oh, the hottest segment in all of sports. Brew has been on fire. This whole side of the table is on fire. And also Nick's pick, which is bouncing back yeah, for 2024. That's right. Chances 500 heading in the playoffs. And also the playoffs, clean slate. Yeah, nice. Afternoon headline sponsored by Bear Aspirin, the official sponsor of fans' hearts. That's nice. Snow game in Foxborough predicted might also be Belichick's last game going up against the Jets, who he's dominated 15 straight wins. But overall, 29 and 37 post Tom Brady. So we'll start with you, Nick. I said that kind of meanly. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Good, Nick. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Could, and in your opinion, should this be Belichick's last game as I wrote down, the valiant leader of the team of the century? No. Keep him. Let's go. Keep him. 
I, you're without your two best defensive players. I mm-hmm. think you have one of the, the last half of the season you've had, in my opinion, a top five defense. You're going to get Judon and Gonzalez back. Yep. It is impossible for quarterback play to be worse next year. I we, we were talking Justin Fields in the last segment. I think that is a great landing spot for Justin Fields in New England. Trade the 35th pick or your second-round pick, whatever it is, yeah. for Justin Fields. I also, and I hesitate to say this, Coach. <laughs> all right, maybe he, he doesn't work there. He doesn't work. Okay, well, then what about this guy, Russell Wilson? Russell could work. Russell Wilson, one Why? of those two. What's that? What's the difference? It's just different stylistically. I mean, it is very different stylistically. No, I, I understand. Like, Justin's, like, more dynamic, but it's like, oh, the more dynamic player won't work and the one that seems well, it's past his a, prime would. just a different approach, you know, in terms of how. More, more boom bust with fields and probably more I mean, turnovers and mistakes. New England's, New England's never really been a quarterback-driven run type offensive program. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to imagine that offensively Bill will dramatically shift but, the approach in, at 75. But I don't want to shift the conversation yeah, yeah. entirely oh, to that. My po- no, 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 that's my fault. I, my point is is that I'd keep him. I think he is still on Sundays and a huge advantage. I think game day is a very good coach. I think he still clearly understands defense better than just about anybody in the league. And, I, listen, I, I like him. I think the way, how hard these guys have played for him down the stretch shows he has not lost the team. He doesn't have a quarterback. In fact, he has probably the worst quarterback situation, bottom four in the league. And that's why they're at where they're at. And so I'd keep him. Personally, I'd keep him. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn on this because I've, I've been with Bill in so many different spots. I was with him in Cleveland and then in New York was he, when he was a coordinator and then New England. And I've seen how good he is, how talented he is. And his depth of knowledge, the way that he can – you're not going to find a better, pure football coach from a technical standpoint. Now, when you look at his career, he's had three out of the last four seasons are losing seasons. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid's had three or two losing seasons, I think, maybe three in 25 years. Yeah. So when you look at that and, and, you know, there's been other losing seasons along the way for Bill, you, you, it, you start to wonder – where where it is and, and where it's going. And I think that it's very hard to coach and play in New England when you're winning. It's an incredibly demanding environment. When you're losing, it's <laughs> ridiculously hard to, to play there. And as, as players and kids change and, and things change, maybe there, there has to be an adjustment philosophically with the way that you – you deal with new play or different players, players of, of this hmm. this age. It should be over. Over. Bill should want out, and they should want him out. And I mean, and I think, I don't think in New England he'll settle for anything but GM and coach. I think somewhere else he probably settle for just being the coach. It's because di- it's a demotion in New England, and but, you've been there. Where, been bro, th- where would he settle for that? Like, Look, where would Bill say? Hey, it's okay. You go pick the players. I'll just play them. I, I think a team that's already got good players. Now, I think the Chargers actually have good players. And he could. we know he could strengthen that defense. And then you already have the great quarterback. Like, I don't really want Bill developing a quarterback. And I know Brady was young. He developed him to some degree. But I, I New Orleans, I, I know they don't have a great no, quarterback. But, you know, maybe they, they, they need to get rid of Dennis yeah. Allen. But I just think – it's not going to happen in New England. It's over, Wilds. I've told you this. The dynasty's dead, and it's uh, not coming back anytime. What do you want a bit of a gap here, right? Well, gap, uh, gap, half decade. Well, gap. Winning got it's, a it's over. I, I, I think it's going to be interesting this week if the Jets come in after the, after the Patriots have been taking their lunch money for the last 15 games, and suddenly they, they bow up and, and win. 
and see whether or not the players still play hard for Bill or not. Because the players may have made a decision. What do you, if they don't play hard for him, it's like, okay, it we're ready for What do you want, Wilds? I, I have decided I want Belichick, but the main question is this. We're going to have a high pick. We're, we've got the fourth most money, so we've got $72 million to kind of refurbish the roster. The question, I think, is this. How long of a shadow does Tom Brady cast? If the Kraft family is still upset that, hey, you didn't want Tom Brady and you had Cam Newton, and that didn't seem like a plan, and then you had Mac, Mac Jones, and then we had no plan, and now we're going to trust you with our third right. rebuild, I think they're going to get rid of him. If you look at it in a vacuum, like, hey, what's our other alternative by having, besides having a guy with a high draft pick who is brilliant and has a legacy of winning here, I think they keep him. But if they're still kind of upset about the Brady thing, which one you go right, to Bring game? back Belichick and Brady. One last ride. <laughs> you see his Instagram post? I've been monitoring. Bring back the at the end. <laughs> Works for John Elway. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Live from New York, it's a show that still wants Belichick to coach the Patriots for about four more years. Four now? Four. Yeah. You said it was three an hour ago. I, I know, but I started hitting the radio. <laughs> Second hour, first things first. Today, are the Cowboys on upset alert? The hot, hot segment from Chris Broussard coming up next. And meanwhile, mini bye week for the Chiefs. But should Travis Kelsey try to hit a personal milestone? Hmm. Strong maybe. But right now, Bills in Miami. Josh Allen and company still favored, but now less than a field goal. Nick, who needs the number two seed more in this game, Buffalo or the Dolphins? There's no question about it. It's Buffalo. Buffalo has, wow. like, because here's the deal. Buffalo goes into this game in a spot I think they're going to go into this game winning you're in, losing you're out. And, but let's say I'm wrong about that. You know what I mean? Let's say that either the Jags lose or the Steelers lose, whatever it is. They still had to have been preparing all week as if our season is on the line. Mm-hmm. And I think they have played back-to-back very poor games. 
Now, Miami just played one poor game, but also got their best win of the year two weeks ago. And they're banged up, and we can you can rationalize if Miami loses. What's the problem is they're going to have to go to Kansas City, which I don't think they can win there. But I know a lot of people think they have a better chance of winning in Kansas City than they do at home against the Bills, which I don't totally understand, but it seems to be somewhat conventional wisdom here. Buffalo needs to have some true good feelings going into this postseason. And I know they're on the winning streak, but there's also really weird Stephon Diggs stuff going on. A coach was talking during the break like about how we don't talk as much about the Bills as we do the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. The, the Bills, like the local reporter there, Tim Graham, was trying to ask about Stephon Diggs, and he said they, they ended the, the, comp, the, what do you call it, the press conference. It was a digital press conference. Diggs hasn't spoken to the media in weeks, and nobody cares because it's upstate New York. A.J. Brown doesn't do it for three days. It's an international incident. And so I just think if they lose and sneak into the playoffs, they're drawing dead, Brew. So I think it's both. I, I agree with you that them getting the second seed would be the vibes they need. All yes. right? I mean, like, if they got the second seed, it would almost erase yes. what's been a nightmare season. To I think it would. Degree, right, right? And you go in there feeling like, we, we, we got 11 wins. It, the way we got here was crazy, but we're here, and we had a better year than Kansas City. I mean, yeah. you could think at yeah. that point. So I agree with you there. But I just think with Miami, their only chance, and I don't, I don't think they're getting out of the AFC anyway, but their only chance of doing it is as the number two seed with home field for a few of those games. Buffalo, because they are so up and down, I do think they're not great on the road either, by the way, but – I do think they're a team that, because of the way they play and their nature, that they could go on the road and beat somebody. I think they could. I'm not saying I pick them. They could go into Kansas City and win that game. And and so I, I think Kansas or Miami needs it more. If Buffalo wins this game, they're really dangerous. They're really dangerous going to the playoffs because yeah, it has been a disappointing season. But they're going to go into the playoffs riding a, a, a huge win streak. They're going to have clawed their way back to be to being champions again which nobody gave them a, a chance to be five or six weeks ago. And, and they're going to have a ton of momentum. And I know they haven't played great the last few weeks, but them finding a way to win, that's huge. That's huge, and they become very dangerous. If Miami doesn't win, now it's a collapse. They've yeah. lost three out of five games. They had the division essentially sewed up. They couldn't do it. Now they've got to go try to figure it out in the playoffs. It's a totally different equation for these two teams based on winning. It should also be noted that if the Steelers don't win, if the Ravens win, and then Miami wins this game, we're getting this game again in round one. Buffalo at Miami. If Miami wins, you get this game in two versus seven. Yeah, if the Steelers don't see it and you hear it, it's time now for a segment. So hot, my grandmother gave it up for dry January. It's not funny she has a problem. It's upset alert. Coach? Brew has been very hot. I've also been smoking hot. But you're kicking us off. I don't remember your last one, to be 100% honest with you, but I'm sure. (laughs) It was fantastic. It's all been great. I'm going with Carolina. No! Going with Carolina. You've been a Baker guy all year. I I love it. I want Baker to win. You know, I want Carolina wow. win for my son Zach, wow. but I'm going with I'm going with Carolina, and, and I've got a little I got a few keys that I think Carolina can can look at, and then the first one is they got to force Tampa to run the ball. That's that's the first and foremost. And you go to the stats, they're 31st running the ball, they're 87.3 yards 
per game. And I think E.J. Everett, the defensive coordinator, is going to do a great job mm. of a lot of split safety defense and force the Bucks to win this game by running the ball. The second thing, no big plays. Okay, and if you look at the stats from from Tampa, they've been really good with this. Whether it's plus 20-yard passes, right on down the line, TDs. It's been and and the first game. What was the difference? The difference was a Mike Evans 75-yard big play, total difference in the game. No big plays. And then the final thing, and this is offensively, they got to stay ahead of the sticks. Okay, they they have to stay ahead of the sticks and take a look at the numbers. For Bryce Young, it's it's been terrible on early downs. 4.5, 51.3, right on down the line. And, and the way to do this is you're going to either run the ball or in the passing game, it's a lot of quick throws, wide receiver screens, things like that. Just give yourself a chance because the first time they played them, they were 3 for 15 on third down. If they can get that to something marginally better, it was such a close game last time, I think that'll that'll be enough to carry them what through. I love Terrible pick. I want to tell you guys great picks, though. Drew, do you remember when Wilds got three in a row correct last year and we did a whole commercial campaign surrounding it? Uh, We've done 17 of these this year. No, 16 because we were off a Friday. You've gotten nine of them. So I made this for you, buddy. Nice, Drew. Yeah, Drew. (laughs) Show it, please. So I am going with round. I got Lamar and the Ravens pulling the up. My upset alert, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who they will own the bay? The Raiders <laughs> over the God. Jets. In Arrowhead, the Eagles will fly high. Russ Cook pushes Staley to the brink. Pittsburgh Steelers over the Cincinnati Bengals. Pittsburgh from the rugged AFC North is going to go up in there and beat the Seattle Seahawks. Excellent. I mean, Brew, that's nine outright winners. A lot of pressure on you. Nick. Fantastic job. That is fantastic. You almost make a brother want to cry. <laughs> because you're always looking for ways to get me. Yeah. What are you? You You either don't either ask me questions so you get a little of my information, or you just flat out lie to me sometimes in the pre-show meeting. Yeah, bro, I'm going here, and then you set me up for a banner. I'm still not ruling it out right now. I know. I something's coming, bro. I did something something nice. Coming. That's why I I want to cry. But anyway, uh, this one, I got to be honest. I felt better about it before I found out Ryan Tannehill was. You wouldn't dare. Yeah, the, and the Prince is iffy. I got the Titans, Nick. And it's, it's odd that it comes after you gave me that. Good job, bro. <laughs> Good job. He bro, killed my pick. Your pick is right. awesome. I, Nick, they have played Houston, Indy, and there was one other tough team they played. They lost by three. To, was it Seattle? Uh, yeah. Tennessee, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And they beat Miami. And they Miami. beat Miami. Like, I know last week it looked bad against Houston. But they have been close. And what put me over the top was Mike Vrabel. I mean, my goodness, I'm ready to run from, through a wall. Because it sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, Did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it uh, it sucks. Is that- Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. 
you want to win for the players that bust their tail. I think that's it. It's so good. The, the Prince is toast. Man. Okay. I'm sorry. It's the pretty Prince good. Is toast. It's pretty good. I got the Titans. Excellent pick. Our, this side of the table is hot. Now it's time for the Puxatani Phil of football. You might say, like, didn't you just do a whole montage? Doesn't matter. It's the side of the table where it's called team. <laughs> I'm going with Ravens over the Steelers. What? Wilds? <laughs> the Steelers need it, and the Ravens are chilling. Yeah, guess what? This happened in 2019. Final week of the 2019 season, the Steelers needed to win and get help, and the Ravens, with Lamar about to win his first MVP, rested. And what happened? Ravens rolled. So that is going to happen again. And here's the other weird, weird part about this rival, because the Steelers largely own the Ravens when they played head-to-head-to-head. To head to head. Except, and then this is a, an odd one to figure out, when the Ravens are underdogs, they win. When the Ravens are favored, they lose. So it's bizarre. So the other thing that it's the, the, the elephant in the room is this, Nick, and I know you're waiting on it. Wilds, you don't get it. This is an impression of you. Wilds, you don't get it. <laughs> the idea that the Ravens, who are resting in a meaningless game against Mike Tomlin, steal it. I do get it. The problem is the Ravens play hard on even the most meaningless games, which is the NFL preseason. They're out here sending tweets, setting records that literally no one cares about. The record was broken this year. I wouldn't be surprised they brought it up in the pregame meeting. Like, remember that we lost the preseason record. This is really, though, your pick. You're not doing the... I've got another pick! (laughs) I got bullied into this pick because I barely believe it. But I'm going to say it confidently, so if it happens, I get some credit on social media. Commanders to cover straight up over the Cowboys. And again, history is on my side. Because if I said it's raining frogs, you are, of course, or it's going to rain frogs on Sunday. You would have a, a right to be like, Wilds, that sounds ridiculous. But you can't say there's 0% chance when last year... On January 8th, it also rained frogs when the Cowboys <laughs> lost to the Commanders with nothing to play for, and Micah says he was focused. This is what happens. We get through a sizzle really reel. Good. You're doing double picks. You don't even believe The third pick! <laughs> Time out! For next picks, red hot the last few weeks. But here's the situation. We started slow. So we're six games under 500. So you know what we're going to do this week? Little half dozen. Six picks oh, wow. give us a chance to get to 500 okay, for the year. Okay. They call it, some call that chasing your losses. I call it smart financial planning. Brown's getting seven. I watched Jamar Chase laugh and giggle like a school child after being eliminated from the postseason. And TNT playing. Also, Jim Schwartz. You know one of the great things about having a defense as simple as Schwartz's defense? Line up and play, which has been so good. Backups can do it. See, getting seven points for a Bengals team that's one, two, three, Cancun. Give me Cleveland. Next. Patriots minus one and a half against the Jets. Belichick's not losing his swan song in New York. And by the way, how about this? For the opposite of the Andy Reid effect. Robert Sala, with with extra rest, meaning with more time to coach the team, worst coach in 20 years against the spread. Look it up, America. Next, Detroit minus three. Dan Campbell is still angry. Is the next That's pick, true. please? Do we have it? I promise you it's Detroit minus three. There it is. He's Dan Campbell's still mad. 
They're technically yes. alive for the two seed. And here's the thing. This game's at 1. Philly and Dallas are at 430, so they're not going to know. So they got to play hard in the Minnesota quarterback situation. Disaster. Next, Giants getting 5.5 against Philly. Prediction, Dallas cooking Washington. Philly takes Jalen Hurts out. Tyrod Taylor and Brian Dable try to make a little offense go. All of a sudden, back to recover. Next, like Chicago plus three at Green Bay. This seems playing hard for Everflus. They're playing hard for Justin Fields. I don't know if it's going to matter. Everybody cooks Joe Barry's defense. And I just, listen, they've been winning and playing close the last six weeks. And last but not least, the better team is at home. Miami plus two and a half. It's very simple. And Buffalo is going to see Pittsburgh win on Saturday. Go to bed thinking, oh, my God, our season's on the line. You're going to have, I mean, my guy McDermott's going to be thinking of, I got to have a hell of a pregame speech this time. You know, last time it didn't go so well. There it is. Miami plus two and a half. There's the pick six. Do we have any conflicts? We don't, right? I don't think so, buddy. We have six. I have two. That's eight, nine, ten, and oh. And you're on fire, so you'll be... Well, it's 17. Oh, man. Go with Brew. Excellent great. job. Coming up next. Can we see that montage again? Well, we're going to show <laughs> the break. Should Travis Kelsey try to go for 16 yards? It's oh, a full game for him. Chiefs at Chargers this weekend. Unofficial buy for Kansas City since they're locked into the three. However, Travis Kelsey needs just 16 yards for his eighth straight 1,000-yard season. Here's Andy Reid on personal milestones. It depends, you know, depends on what the milestone is. <laughs> Let's say it's a, an eighth straight 1,000-yard season. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. See how that light goes. Do, do they have – what's the conversation like when you have those? Um, probably one-sided. <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? I, that's the thing. The one sided I couldn't determine if he meant like it's just the player advocating or it's just me telling him what to do. They're going to let Travis. I think it means that Andy decides whether or yeah. not he's going to do it. Okay. That's the one sided part. So Rasheed Rice is close to 1,000. He's not playing. He's the rookie. And 1,000 yards as a, as a rookie would be nice. He's, he's not playing. Pacheco's close to 1,000. He's not playing either. Pacheco's been banged up a bunch. Mm-hmm. He's not going to play. I, I mean, Kelsey's not listed on the injury report. Kelsey has not been ruled out. It sure seems like they're going to let him go get this. And for some context here, Travis Kelsey has seven consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. No other tight end in history has more than four total 1,000-yard seasons. Wild. No other tight end in history has more than three total consecutive ones. And they probably feel a little badly because he actually, he's listed at 984 yards. But he really has 1,020 yards because the NFL took away the 36 yards he got on the Kadarius Tony offsides play. Those were receiving <laughs> yards that should have counted, and they were stolen from him in an outrageous manner. Did he get manner. for t- Tony's yards? No, he wouldn't. That, that's <laughs> no. just a lateral. But afterwards. still, he had him ripped away from him. So I think he's going to play the first drive, get the, get the milestone, and be done, bro. If I were Andy Reid, the way I'd handle I'd talk to the player. Is this important to you? Because it's not like he's tied with somebody at seven. If it doesn't mean that much to Kelsey, then I'd sit him. If he's like, yeah, coach, I got to be honest, I'd like to get it, then I'd do what you said, play him the first series, maybe two series, but try to get it to him. And if he doesn't get it early, then we'll just we try. Oh, what, what if he, okay, so he catches one ball. He it's a, it's a five-yard catch, and he gets – Seven yards, so now he's four yards away. How much? If he, I mean, quarter ends. Yeah, I mean, nah. I look. I think with Kelsey, it's different than other players. And you talked about the young players. He gets a. It's a different equation, and you do talk to him and see 
what he's thinking and how important it is to him. And if you do decide to move forward with that, then you try to get him the ball. It's not about a quarter. You're getting him the ball until he gets his yards, and then you're getting it out. And even if you have to feed it to him two or three times on a tight end screen or a bubble screen, whatever it is to keep getting him the ball, the problem is is that, God forbid, he gets hurt on one of those two, you know, few plays. You're sick about that. And then the other problem is when you activate him and are only going to play him for a few plays, that means it's another player that's inactive that can't that. play the rest of the game. So, so there's a balancing act there. However, all he's done for the organization, if it's really important to him and they have a conversation, I think maybe you, you we're, they're close. They're 16 yards. Uh, here's, I guess, what I would say about the active-inactive. Just based on the guys they have already said publicly aren't playing, they're past their seven inactives. You, so you were going to have guys counting on your active 46, 47-man game day roster who were not going to play. So this, in this regard, that doesn't hurt the math of it. You know what I mean? That yeah. They're going to have guys that are suited up but that they've said are not playing in this game. So it doesn't hurt you on that. But, yeah, the end for a guy who never been hurt and then has been hurt twice this year, it's, I mean, a minor it's a big, concern. It's, it's a big yeah. risk. Can we run the math on 1,100 yards? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a hundred more than what he would need. For I know, but does he? <laughs> I know, but like, keep him in the whole game. The, the, no, why? No, no, why no. would we do eleven hundred yards? Why, why not? What are you talking about? It's about excellence. Oh, do you have a bet? Do you have like what, is this? You what you got the old I'm just saying it took him all game. He had four targets for three for sixteen yards against Cincinnati. It took him all game yeah, against weren't. Miami to get fourteen yards. It took him all game against New England to get 28 just yards. Turn and throw him the ball multiple right, yeah. times. Quick. Oh, I mean, it's, that's it's, the old with, Travis Kelsey. With blockers <laughs> until he gets the 16 yards. He's hurt. But, okay. So, so you, you wouldn't, wouldn't do play it. Him. I don't know. I'm about team championships. I'm not seeing uh, you know Travis Kelsey banners hanging. That's how it real Chiefs fans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I'm just trying. If you missed any of today's show, or you want to take it on the go, suppose you're going to the market or a shoe store. Um, flea market, a farmer's market, market dentist, any type orthodontist, of market. Maybe you're, maybe you're, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> the podcast. We're, we're trying to end the time. week strong. I'm trying to end the week strong. Medals time. Third quarter, Steph goes down, dribbles on the ground, and then makes a jump shot. Did you say dribbles on the ground? Dribbles on the ground. He did, Lou, Lou. Oh. Marcus Haynes, Curly Neal. Yeah. Blown game by them. That's a terrible loss. That was Blaming Steve loss. Kerr? Terrible loss. Steph's fault. Well, listen, I, I, all I know is I didn't know Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody had camps that could be upset. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm shocked. All right, bronze medal, bruise guy Wimby. 27-9, five blocks, great theater. Was it Harlan on the call? Yes, he was Oh, he's the well, greatest. Yama. Kansas City's own. Kansas City's second well, favorite broadcaster. Yeah, of course. Silver medal. Wow, really? Yeah. Second favorite. Can you get him yeah. to kick Wilds out of Chiefs Kingdom? Yeah, you know what? We're on it. That would hurt Giannis, 44 14 and 7. He would do it so in a great yeah. way. Hit that. Yeah, what if he, Kevin Harlan does it in his voice? Oh, oh I guess it would always be his voice. Gold medal, the Joker. Ah. 34 9 and 10. This crazy. exact shot crazy. seen 11 times in the conference finals against the Lakers, and I still see it in my dreams <laughs> as well. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Well, it's time now to lift the ban on puns and encourage Chris Broussard to flex the muscles he toned and honed while spilling ink for the finest publications in all the land. It's the final segment of the week, Monday morning headlines. Nick, you are the opening act. Thank you so much. Biggest game of the week in game 272 of the NFL season. Bills lose. 
Bill's eliminated. Yeah. Pundit's still confident in Bill's Super Bowl chances. I mean, it's, it's going to be uh, – Bills are going to be out of the playoffs and still have better Super Bowl odds than the Browns. Just mark it down. People will be like, well, we'll see. Rules could change. And there will be a Josh Allen MVP discussion on a morning oh, sports show near you. It. Go ahead, Wilds. Uh, mine is going to be – I kind of – in the middle of it. F game, Dooms Cowboys. What? F game dooms the Cowboys. What? There's something coming. No. What am I saying there? Am I saying outright win? And am I saying the Commanders cover? That's up to you. <laughs> Go, Brew. All right, here we go. Night fever, night fever. Wait, Sunday night fever. <laughs> Dolphins pay for bringing dancing shoes to a bar brawl. That's right. Buffalo is going to South Florida to fight. We're not trying to dance. We're not uh, we trying to, to boogie. We have to go. We are trying to time. fight. That's a disco reference. You were just saying breakdance. It's all 70s, 80s, you know. <laughs>